in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by art and heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. We're back. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show, movie fans. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. Hello, Ryan. What up, Eric? What's up, man? All right. So today is a special episode. Yes. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be taking a look at um, all the fun fall movies that are coming about. Um, it's a fall preview, if you will. Yeah, fun fall um, preview. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll take it month by month, starting with uh, September, then we'll head to October and November. These are gonna be. The ones we're most excited about. We hope that they're, the, they're the ones you're most excited about as well. And let's start with September 3rd, Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, this is this is the kickoff to the uh, phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Ryan, what did you think of this trailer? Yeah, I love it. I can't wait to see it. Let's see where these stories go. This is a totally whole new direction, and it's going to be some, I think, cinematic fun for us to experience. So Shang-Chi is a deadly warrior quietly living as a San Francisco valet, but gets dragged back into a feud against his crime lord father. Um, This has... Those pesky parents. (laughs) Those pesky parents, man. I mean, what are you going to do? Right. Um, But... (laughs) It looks great, man. It, it, I, I love all these um, big sort of epic um, um, action movies that show like a big backstory or lineage Definitely. or, or yes. that, that, that go back hundreds of years and stuff like that. Right. And it, it's so it's so rich in, in story, I think. And I can't I can't wait to uh, see what Marvel does with it. Yeah. And it makes it a lot more relatable. There's always conflict going on. And I do love like this approach that. Uh, Marvel seems to always find a way for us as an audience to relate to what, maybe not what we're going through, but maybe what we thought of or what we, you know, kind of played with in our heads. And uh, for Shang-Chi, I can't wait to see this on film, have it play out and see how we totally appreciate this. So, so far, it looks like uh, this is going to be released uh, theaters only unless uh, they make changes. Um, It's not going to be on Disney+. Plus. Um, simultaneously and uh, we're gonna have to wait 45 days um, after the release so um, as of now theaters only but who knows yeah that is something that might change change. with these times right now and you know depending on what's going on who knows especially with the uh, black widow lawsuit disney might change their mind one way or another so i do think that this is kind of playing a factor into this movie unfortunately but either way it's going to be something that we get to go look forward to it and go see one way or another yeah, it, it, to me that doesn't make sense. Only because, um, I mean, given Black Widow, they made an extra thirty million dollars on, on exactly. those TV buys. Yeah, um, it, it, it doesn't make sense that that, that that they do that, especially with like a new character. I mean, I think, I think it, it it opens it up for more eyeballs if if you also release it, you know, VOD. And Definitely, I think. Yeah, I think they're they're losing an opportunity here. Yeah, it, it does seem like this is kind of a knee-jerk reaction to everything that's going on right now. And I completely agree with new characters. You need as many people as possible to try and see, buy into this character and see how they fit into supporting this uh, great new story that hopefully 
we all get to enjoy together one way or another, whether it's on demand or whether it's in the theaters. But I mean, you are going to get to see more people catch on board and have it get that uh, steam right at the beginning when you were also making it available at home and in the theaters. All right, moving on, September 10th, um, straight to Netflix, Netflix only, we have Kate starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead as an assassin. This this has a lot of the feeling of a John Wick kind of a, kind of a movie. Um, it looks great. The trailer looks awesome. She's coming off of a, a big role from uh, Birds of Prey that, that she did really Amazing. well in and everybody yes. really liked. So it, it's it's really a no brainer that that you know she just leans into they lean into her for for this and um, give her an opportunity to you know give her a solo movie. I agree a thousand percent. Like we're gonna get to see her shine finally and have her come through as an action star. I do love that Willie Harrelson is in this, so this gives a little more uh, backing to who knows maybe the bad guy or maybe the influencer in this flick. Whatever Woody decides to do in this, he always plays a great part and i just think he's a, a amazingly cast in most of the features if not every feature that he does yeah it looks like an awesome story um apparently she's a an assassin that gets uh poisoned yes and she Tokyo. has 20 yeah she has 24 hours to live and i guess she's she's on a mission man and it looks awesome yeah and i mean as simple as a story that is who doesn't want to see that like, uh, it's a story of revenge. It's a story of action. You know what you're getting already. You don't need that much um, fluff in a movie to sit there and be willing to have a good time. I think this is a very basic story that is going to be fun to see and portrayed across screen. All right, Ryan, let's move on to October. And right into October 1st, we have The Many, Saint, the Many Saints of Newark. Yes. And this is the uh, highly anticipated uh, prequel to the, to the Soprano series on HBO Max. But this is going to be a, a standalone movie, right? In theaters and on HBO Max. That is a thousand percent correct on that. And I think as a Sopranos fan, everybody's looking forward to this. We all want to know the story of Tony Soprano, where he came from, how he came to form the group and uh the gang that we so formerly loved on hbo max watching every single week for the last 12 years and i just can't wait to see this uh feature length prequel because it's going to describe everything that we've kind of missed unfortunately we are going to miss uh gandolfini being in there due to his passing uh but we're at least going to see him as a character young coming up and being in the state of new york and forming this gang together the trailer looks awesome. I think everybody playing a part in it is cast perfectly. And this will be a beautiful um, start off to a hopefully new Soprano series or either a great send off for not being able to uh, finish it as tightly as fans wanted to. Oh, don't forget, man, Ray Liotta back in the freaking mob. Oh, totally. How can you, <laughs> how, can you how can you miss that, man? You we. Yeah. Definitely excited for this. Anytime you get Ray Liotta acting like a gangster, it's worth uh, all your Oscar nominations right then and there. That's just his natural fit, and he makes every character shine that he plays in that character because he's so believable uh, playing that type of character. All right. A week later, October 8th, yeah. we have No Time to Die. From one Much killer anticipated. to <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good Lord. How long has this, been, how long this, has this movie been on the shelf? It, it seems like it's been... 
it's been over a year, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, finally, we get to finally see another James Bond feature, the 25th installment, but at least it's presented to the uh, screen and we get to enjoy it and uh, embrace it as James Bond fans. Daniel Craig is back again as supposedly his, this is his final role, I think. I mean, he said that last time, but I guess we'll see. Exactly. Um, Every uh, contract yeah. appears to be a new reason to start this inspiration again. But I could see this in his final role because it has been a while. And traditionally, you usually get three to four films out of the, each James Bond and then they're out. Yeah. Remy Malek stars as the uh, as the villain, which is awesome casting. Um, they always they always put together a good cast for these things. Um, the trader looks awesome. You always get these like amazing like stunt work um, that you get to preview, and all these cool gadgets, um, great visual effects. So this looks like it's not going to disappoint. I mean, you you pretty much know what you're going to get. Exactly. I mean, to any Bond fan, you you already know what to expect. You're going to get the weapons. You're going to get the uh, dialogue. You're going to see James Bond being cool, pulling off some amazing stunts and a good fun time at the theater, which I think is perfect for around this time because it's late into the season. We're already in the fall. And usually that's reserved for Oscar nominations and artsy films. We're going to get a Bond film rather than getting it in the uh, summer blockbuster classics. So I can't wait for this to drop, and it's just going to be another great time in the theaters or at home streaming. Moving on, next up, we have Halloween Kills, October 15th. This is another theater-only release. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. Um, I think this is a sequel to uh, the previous Halloween, right? Yes, you are a 1,000% correct on that. It basically just lead. It looks like it just leads right in, right into the next film, right from the last film, like the, from the last scene. It goes right into right this into film, it. Which, yes, which it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it jumps right in. And I do think that this is kind of a way a sequel is done fun, where you, it's like, hey, this is just where we last left off, and the adventure is just about to begin. I can't wait for this to drop. I think it's going to be a perfect timing for um, a Halloween type movie for all of us to enjoy. And to finally get to see what happens with Michael Myers in this in this um, saga of him being reborn and everything. And Jamie Lee Curtis never lets down. I think she is the uh, golden masterpiece for this whole movie. Uh, aside from Michael Myers, of course, who is the, you know, the main character based on this. And it's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of scares along the way. What, what I like about this is um, it looks like he's not he's not only like the hunter but he comes the hunted yeah yeah we have we have a, a a big uprising of like victims victims families peoples from this town that are hunting a dual dilemma Michael myers yes yeah as well as 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 him you know knocking some people off along the way right but it looks it's, he it looks really entertaining he finally has to answer for all i mean and that's what we always worry about or not worry about but think about every single type of these a horror type of killers when does the family finally yeah. revolt and come after for revenge and i do think this is beautifully done i can't wait to see this and see how they decide to end the halloween chapter 
Yeah, it's always usually secretive, right? It's always like uh, it, it happens in a house or it happens to a family. Yeah, it happens to yeah, some, exactly. some individuals or at a camp, you know. And I think as you know, uh, but... movie fans, we always ask each other, well, what would you do in this situation? And I do love that yeah. this part or this movie is bringing everybody together and enjoying it as a roller coaster of a ride to see, well, let's play it out and find out what Michael Myers is really made of. All right, now let's travel to the future, <laughs> which is about another week or two, to October 22nd, yes. where we get Dune. Finally. Dune is, <laughs> Dune is a huge, huge movie that a lot of people are waiting for. Yeah, this seems like um, the big group project that Hollywood has been uh, skipping on and waiting to delay every single time. <laughs> yes, a, a great cast. Yes. Oscar Isaac, Dave Bautista, uh, Zendaya... Um, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, good lord. Um, How many more names do you and, need? <laughs> yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Coming in strong. Like, he has never disappointed in any role. I do love him as an actor. I do think he brings a lot of oomph to every character that he brings. Yeah, being the star, that puts a lot of uh, weight on the shoulders. Oh, definitely. With such a huge cast. Yes. Yeah, star-powered um, I- cast, too. Yeah, I recently t- took a look at the uh, original 1984 um, uh, David Lynch film, and um, oh, well, just the trailer. I didn't look at the movie. Sorry, I but I-, I found it interesting how um, how they kept they-, they kept a lot of the same a- aesthetics. If you- if you look at that 1984 film and you look at this trailer, it's 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 pretty similar in looks. It's- but you know, of course, it's you know the technology better. The- technology is better you know they they upgraded the design a little bit but it looks really good man it looks huge and this this thing better make you know tons of money yeah i do think based on starcast alone it's going to be very successful and not only a lot of the classics that they uh, not only like uh screwing over the classics but they decided to add some like star power to it and more stuff to what we expect now as moviegoers I see this being a total success, and I can't wait to catch on and be a part of this. Also, October 22nd, um, I guess this is the anti-Dune blockbuster? (laughs) Yeah, this will totally fart in its face, I guess. (laughs) Yes, we're talking jackass forever. So the boys are back. Yep. uh, With gray hair. Exactly. And more more wrinkles, but... (laughs) still with plenty with plenty of uh, enthusiasm uh what are you thinking man for for jackass forever yeah i mean i i as crazy as it's been i do think we do need films like this especially with what we're going through with covid and all the uh anxiety and everybody freaking out i think sometimes we just need our movies to let us escape from everything and enjoy a fun time where we get to laugh at things and laugh at people doing dumb stuff because it just happens either way, but a lot of us miss out on it, and we finally get to see it on film. There's people that want to join more into this, and I'm welcoming it just as a nice break from everything. Not everything always has to be so dark. I'm really curious on how much money they think this is going to make, because going up against Dune and being sort of like a very gimmicky I agree. kind of a movie. That's very ballsy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, extremely ballsy. Yeah, so but that, that's Jackass. <laughs> Jackass is all ballsy yeah. if you've seen them all before. And yes. to me, it's like if you play into the name Jackass, you know, so 
to go against a film like that's uh, so culturally driven and classical and, you know, so timely made like Dune is a funny type of way to go against everything and introduce. To me, it's just it they're splitting hairs at this point, whether there's an audience that wants to go and appreciate, you know, fine art cinema and versus people that just want to go and have a good time. Neither are wrong. I think both have a certain value for Hollywood and they both end up winning at the end. Jackass, as every time as we've tried to say, this is another sequel, how bad could it be? Or how much is it really going to do? It's always successful. They have a steady fan base and they do make movies fun. They do find new ways to kind of make stupid funny. And I can't wait to see it. Like it, I, it's one of those where uh, it's one of those movies where you get to check out, have a good time and just see uh, stupidity on screen because you tend to remember old times with your friends or, you know, just casual stuff that you think of on the side that might be a little crazy or not, not as like a theatrically built for studios. And let's see what they got. And that will do October. Let's move on to a few November releases here, starting with a a big one. The beginning of November, November 5th, the Eternals. Yeah. Um, Back back to the uh, MCU. Another huge, huge cast of uh, amazing actors here, um, including um, Angelina Jolie, Kit Harington, um... Who else am I missing? Come on, Salma Hayek. <laughs> yeah, tons, tons, tons of people here. Well, I think and just so far, yeah, that it's part of the MCU universe. Everybody's already going to know they're going to get guaranteed butts in the seats. Everybody wants to still continue with the story. I think there's going to be a great follow-up from the previous one in September, where everybody is still wanting to know where the story continues. And I think this is a great play um, by Disney, also by giving. Um, where we give everybody a nice break from Shang Chai to come back and enter just in time for the holidays, just like Disney would always like to get us uh, with another MCU movie. And I really am curious to see where this goes. I can't wait for the buildup. It clearly means you do have to follow both one and two, and they're not going to let you down either way. Whoa, whoa, what do you mean one and two? What do you mean by one and two? Oh, by one and two, meaning one and two Marvel movies where it's uh, Shang-Chi and then the Eternals because they are clearly linked together. At least that's what I'm basing it on if we're going by their past, um, you know, uh, their past formula right. with other movies. Right, there's going to there's gonna be some bleed over, right? Yeah, right. there's What's always interesting is that What's interesting is that the Eternals are, the uh, Eternals are, um, internals that's the, that's a different movie <laughs> that one you rent <laughs> back a bow wow <laughs> uh yeah the eternals are are are, are like these overseers right exactly like these, these big time overseers who have been practically invisible with everything that has been going on already yeah so in, theoretically in, in they've the just been watching over everything universe. exactly yeah e- yeah they're supposedly only they only come around when things are really you know someone really fucked up yeah <laughs> yeah so we, which is weird that they're not around where when 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 danos was you know dis- ma- making the half of the universe disappear so it, it's going to be interesting how they tie that in yeah because you know because you you think like um they might have jumped in there the, the last you know the the last avengers was like the biggest one you, you're probably going to get and, and and or the most powerful 
um, characters, yeah. and then you got the internals who are who are supposed to be the overseers of of them. So it's going to be interesting uh, wh- where they go on this route. But um, yeah, I'd have to know, agree because they're kind of watching on the wayside or on the sidelines and not jumping until they need to. And I do think that if with those mega stories that they were able to sit and just watch and not participate in. What kind of story does uh, Marvel have in the store for us in the future as audiences? And I do think right. like this is a great way to introduce them as be like, well, now we really need to get involved because, you know, shit's really hit the fan. Right. We know that they're they're really leaning heavy into the multiverse. So maybe that's that's what does it. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Move it on. November 11th. 11-11. Ghostbusters. Yep. Ghost, yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, this looks fantastic. I think this has so much heart. I mean, I mean, not, not, not to yes, not to 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 completely diss the uh, Kristen Wiig and uh, version, but that was very slapsticky. It was. Um, I think it lacked uh, a lot of the heart from the original ones. Like, even though they're goofy, there was some heart to it. There was some I agree. substance, more substance than the last yes. version. Yes. And I and I think they really they really knocked that up a, a few notches with looking at this trailer, and it, it looks great, man. I'm really excited. It does have sort sort of um, a Stranger Things kind of a feel to exactly. it, exactly because they use one yes. of the same you know the same actors, but. Right. Um, it, no, it, but it this just looks one, like a more of a complete story than 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 what we saw before. Yeah, and this one totally plays at the heartstrings. It does pull back a lot of like memories from the previous genres, which I think the last film didn't do enough or didn't really credit it as or respect it enough. And I really can't wait how this one does seems to capture what we all wanted to see in the last film. And I do think that we finally get a chance to really appreciate all the genres together. I think they're gonna uh, beautifully tie everything and make it a really fun movie and scientific. And it just goes back to the old school Ghostbusters uh, genre. Yeah, it looks like uh, it looks, it feels very familiar. I think that that's what it is. Yes. I think that's what, that's what we're going to get. You immediately get that feeling just looking at the trailer. There's a lot of familiarity and a lot of just uh, good old times where what we grew up Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters to believing it should be. And and it looks like it's going to blend in some of the uh, original cast members. I mean, including Bill Bill Murray, Diane Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, and Annie Potts, which is awesome. I, I'm I'm really excited how they're going to really um, intertwine all these old characters with all the new ones. Yeah, I agree. And anytime you have the old castmates willing to come back in, given their time, I mean, yeah, sure, the pay is great or whatever, but I do think it's more of the art that they want to actually support another one coming out and they want to give their characters another reprise or whatever we're going to get in this. I think that kind of tells you already what you're going to look forward to. They're not just going to automatically sign in to look stupid or come into a crappy film just, just to get a couple bucks. Those actors are well above that. And I can't wait to see this. Moving on the next day, one day after Ghostbusters, we have next uh, Netflix release of Red Notice. So luckily you're at home. <laughs> yes, luckily uh, starring um, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ron Reynolds, Gal Gadot. Um, I, we don't, I don't think we've seen a trailer for this one, but um, yeah, they've really been uh, mum on this story. We're all really going based on names. But I mean, just based on the uh, principle of the explanation, where we have two criminals, Reynolds and Gadot, are pursued by a dynamic FBI agent, The Rock, and uh, that should just be fun. 
we who knows maybe we'll see a, a Hobbs and Shaw type of movie where oh it's, no don't say well, that don't say yeah, that maybe not <laughs> <laughs> but a better uh, improved an improved version Hobbs maybe a little more fun Hobbs and Shaw mixed with um what was that Mr. And Mrs. Jones I think Mr. And Mrs. Smith yes thank you Mr. and Mrs. Smith combined with Hobbs and Shaw who knows I mean, I think uh, Dwayne The Rock is perfectly cast in this as an FBI agent, pursuing these two that do look like, like a smooth and a uh, very sexy type of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, yeah, the premise sounds great. The casting looks awesome. Now it's just, let's see what it looks like. Yeah, let's, let's hope that execution comes through fruition. <laughs> yes. All right, and... Moving on, I guess the last one for November is Top Gun Maverick. We finally, I think, I think they've been talking about oh, a man. sequel. I don't know for how long, but uh, I guess we we finally get it. Uh, Tom Cruise comes back as Maverick, uh, now an Air Force veteran, refusing to move on with the times. Val Kilmer returns as Iceman, which is interesting. Iceman, yeah, and, yeah. Ice, the Iceman. <laughs> and um, we, we get a, a new... No, I, th- I do think... At... Yeah, like there is a nice modern take to where that old school regime, how does it fit into today's modern world? I do like that they do reference yes. it. Uh, Tom Hanks, or not Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, I'm sorry, uh, being an old school pilot with rules that he broke as an outlaw and that maybe those rules did need to be broken back then. But let's see how do they fit into today's modern day type of flying. Lots of flight, lots of sound, lots of action. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a volleyball match or two, but uh, I can't oh, wait to see this. some short shorts. Yeah. some short shorts. Got to get those short shorts. <laughs> I want to see those leg yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, those. Uh, <laughs> the, that, that trailer looks good, man. It looks entertaining. Um, it's just, let's see. Let's see what the final product is, but. I'm interested, definitely. I'll take a look at it. Yeah, and I do think like bringing in a movie like Top Gun, they're not just going to bring it in all willy nilly because they should have done that maybe like ten or twelve years ago when it was maybe a little more relevant. So I'm I am a little more hopeful that the story does tie into a reason why they brought it back now, other than him being a retired uh, airline pilot that was cool back in the day and broke some rules. So I do think that there will be some surprises in this that we do appreciate as a new um, type of genre or fans that get to go see this movie. And maybe we'll even, um, like all good sequels should, give you a reason to go look at the past and uh, put them together and see how they match up side to side. And booyah. (laughs) And that's it, Ryan. Those are the uh, movies that we're looking forward to uh, most in in the upcoming fall season. Um, I think we have a couple honorable mentions I think that we should um, probably at least give a quick shout out. Um, I know one that you were interested in was uh, Cry Macho. Yes, the Clint Eastwood flick uh, starring and directing by Clint himself. I do think that is going to be a great feature that might be a sneaker. You know, um, Clint usually does play towards the uh, Academy Awards and stuff, so it might be more dramatic than action-y. But I do love the premise and I do love that the story has uh, tried to been filmed a few times now without finding a successful lead or just whatever reason to put it together. I think when movies like that can't find the right formula till it finally comes into fruition is always a good thing because you want to present your best available type of product for a movie that 
maybe might be questionable or you don't feel as right at the time. I think right now, Cry Macho is going to be a great story of having an old school idea with an old school rodeo bringing in a uh, Mexican into the U.S. because that's such a conflict right now that we do have struggles with. But I do have a thousand percent confidence in uh, the way Clint Eastwood tells the stories and brings it for us to view as an audience. And that's and that's coming September seventeenth. It it's going to be in theaters. Yeah, yeah it was. It is going to be in theaters and HBO Max. Um, the one I want to give an honorable mention to is Last Night in Soho. Oh which is yeah, coming out October 29th. Edgar Wright, such a freaking awesome director. Um, yeah, you never get and, disappointed with his films. Yes, they're so visually freaking amazing and yes. and, and stunning and creative and. Um, Anya Taylor Joy, such go. a marvelous freaking actress, um, coming off great success with uh, Queen's Gambit, and uh, it's just it, I think those that that combination of of just those two is is going to be that is definitely a great combo, at. yes, and and exciting to see. So can't wait for that one. That one's going to be October 29th in theaters only, though. And that's it. All right, that's that's what we got, Ryan. That's yeah. that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's that's a lot a... of good stuff coming up. Usually, it's just like um, you know the holidays or exactly or, or the summer. But yeah, and that's what I do love about this fall um, season this year. With uh, don't get me wrong, I hate COVID and everything that's put us through and everything. But at least uh, movie wise and entertainment wise, it is kind of spread out all the movies e- evenly to me. To where like we're not getting all the blockbusters week after week after week after week and you have to like just watch everything i think this kind of like just gives it a nice good pace gives everybody a good uh time to catch up watch the movie let's talk about it and then let's see what's the next movie about and how we feel about that rather than just it being so just in your face like every single week which i can't wait to get back to but at the same time right now during these times totally appreciate it all right well that's it thanks everybody thanks for tuning in yes ryan thanks for the heads up man all these movies look amazing can't wait to watch them and hopefully review most of them or all of them yeah exactly and even and i do think that's what's beautiful about this time of year normally we'd all be talking about oscar nomination movies and you know artsy fartsy movies we're gonna get some fun here we're still gonna get the popcorn moving and you know get the uh action in the cinema which is a rare around this time of year. So I can't wait to get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's uh, either love it or hate it together. Sounds good, man. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Later, Ryan. Later, Eric. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan.